Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Playmaker. Hi, I'm Chloe, and this is The Playmaker. One story every day to make sense of the world of football. Today, will the equal pay ruling for the US women's national soccer team have any impact on women's football elsewhere? She's the face of soccer in the US. She advocates for LGBT rights. She's sponsored by Nike as well as other top brands. And she was named by Time magazine as one of the top 100 most influential people in 2020. So ladies and gentlemen, the best FIFA women's player of the year, officially, is uh, Megan Rapinoe. Congratulations. Megan Rapinoe has won the World Cup twice alongside her US teammates. But her biggest victory off the pitch may be equal pay, which she's been fighting for since 2016. The US women's national team wanted to be paid the same amount as their male counterparts, so they launched a lawsuit. And after a long battle, last week, the US soccer governing body reached an agreement with Megan Rapinoe and the other 27 squad members. They agreed to equal pay terms with the men's team, and received $24 million in compensation. It's a, a Herculean task to win a World Cup, um, certainly in the fashion we did with, with all that we um, were fighting for off the field. And um, this felt uh, just, just as Herculean or, or probably bigger in so many ways. So I'm excited about moving forward. The decision has been billed as a monumental moment, not just for the US women's team, but for all of women's sport. But how will it affect women's football in other countries? The problem for equal pay claims in the rest of women's football is that US women's soccer is unique because the women's national team is actually more successful than the men's team. The men have only ever been as far as the quarterfinals of a World Cup in 2002, and they didn't even qualify for the last one in 2018. The women, on the other hand... For the fourth time, the United States of America are crowned champions of the world. And for the very first time, they've done it on European soil. It is finished at the Stade de Lyon in the final in victory and joy for the United States. That win in 2019 was seen by 20 million people in the US. It was the most watched game of football, women's or men's, since the last World Cup final the women's team won in 2015. So when it came to equal pay, it was a bit of a no-brainer. Even chat show host Jimmy Kimmel was firmly in favour of Megan Rapinoe's equal pay campaign. This has become a big topic of conversation. You want equal pay, which I think, by the way, I think is a mistake. Shouldn't you be paid more because you... <laughs> 
know the men's tournament is a, is a bigger umbrella overall, but when it comes to the U.S. teams, how many how many World Cups has the men's team won? None of them, right? I mean, we're, we're taking you to mediation. The very fact that Megan Rapinoe appears on one of the biggest talk shows in America demonstrates how big she and women's football is in the U.S. But that's not the case elsewhere. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. How good, how good are the top women's players now writing? Let's be brutally honest. You know, yeah. how good are they? Because I'm watching it thinking the standard is getting better and better and better every time I watch. Mm. Are we going to get to a stage in a few years, or maybe sooner, I don't know, where a top women's player may actually play in the men's professional league, for example? Why, why would I want to play in the men's professional league when the, the calibre of player that's coming through and what's going to continue to come through it's going to make the women's league. Why do, they, why do they need to go to the men's league? They're going to be brilliant in the women's league. The fact is, if Barclays can get their initiative... Like most things in sport, it ultimately comes down to money. Audited financial statements obtained by the Wall Street Journal revealed that from 2016, the women's game generated more money than the men's game in the US. When you compare that to the women's game in England, where female players have only just won the right to maternity pay, you can see that they're an awful long way away from where the US women are in their equality battle. That's despite the Women's Super League attracting some of the world's best players. The men's game in England is also much more popular and profitable than men's soccer in the US, which widens the gap even further. But at least the US women's victory opens up the conversation. Although their model is very different, there is at least some precedent now. And that's surely got to help other female footballers in their own battles for equality. Thanks for listening to The Playmaker. It's made by a team of us at a newsroom called Tortoise, where we make lots of other podcasts you might like too. To get future episodes of The Playmaker ad-free and early access to our weekly slow newscast, you can subscribe to Tortoise on Apple+. Plus. Today's story was written by me, Chloe Beresford, and produced by Imi Harper. The Playmaker. 